Hi, I'm Francis, and welcome to Acquire Simplicity. Today, we have a very special guest on the show. A loving husband, a proud father, a host of his own podcast, an accountability partner, soon-to-be coach, and a very creative entrepreneur living in London, the UK. He is driven by human achievement and serving others and dives deep into his passion of building others' mindsets to become successful in their life. He shares ideas on these topics by broadcasting inspiring conversations through a global powerhouse network of entrepreneurs he brings on his podcast, which specializes in something that's very dear to his heart, helping people in diaspora. By daily focusing his time and energy into helping people enrich their lives, this has been and is his purpose. This is his passion. As he says, I am passionate about serving. It's a pleasure for me to have him on my show. Please help me welcome my friend, Victor Osio. Hi, Victor. Yeah, hi, Francis. Thank you very much for that wonderful intro. That's so kind of you. My pleasure. How's everything? Yeah, not bad. Um, given the current um, crisis or current situation that we are, everything is looking good. Good. How's the family and uh, everything in the UK? Everything's fine? Yeah, family is well. We just, um, <clears throat> we just finished homeschooling right now, so everything is going on perfect. <laughs> I know you're very strict on education. <laughs> yes, I, <clears throat> I try because... You know, it's easy to just coast this period because of um, there's no educational structure that's going on outside. So even with that one, we still need to like be strict and make sure that um, the kids or even ourselves, we follow the path of constant learning, constant learning. So there's time for everything. Excellent. Yes. And that's, that's also another way to be accountable, holding them accountable, right? Of course, because... Um, I spoke to one of one of one of our close acquaintances some weeks ago when this whole um, crisis started. How do you make kids to be more accountable? Because now the the sense of timing does not really matter anymore. So we had to like do this old-fashioned timetable thing, yeah. Whereby we just do timetable. Okay, by nine o'clock this happens, this happens. So we just like every day since then we've been holding ourselves and the kids accountable, like the timetable thing. That's a good practice, a very good practice and a good habit to get in. And you know, Victor, I want to dive right into it. You know, entrepreneurship is really something you have a very strong passion about, a very strong passion about. And I see it sparks a lot of creativity in you. And I want to ask you, how did you get started in entrepreneurship? Oh, if I see how did I get started, I was... I, I was born to this. I was born to entrepreneurship because my, my dad, I'm, really, I'm originally from Nigeria, yes. in Africa. So my dad um, has a robot processing plant, like a factory, employs hundreds of people. While my mom has a store that she sells, um, she sells drinks, she sells flowers, she sells cement. So between my dad and my mom, I am in between that is the whole lifestyle that I knew until I came to England and started, came for um, studying. And after that, I started realizing that, wait, this is not, um, this is not 
how it is supposed to be for everyone, you know. Most of us can get good jobs, high-paying jobs. But what about if you want to do what Bob next door is doing? Because Bob, Bob has his own has his own shop. Bob has his own van. Bob has his own um, internet cafe. Bob has his own teaching facility. So why can't some of us? Why can't I do that? Why can't I go buy and sell something? So. But that has been the instinct that has been in me that I have been like, I pressed it for a long time because of the environment that I am, uh, my schooling, my education, and like, but it got to a time I was not really, really, really finding it that, that um, it, it wasn't aligning with who, who I really am because I like freedom. Yet, I like freedom. I like to be more financially confident. I don't want to take permission when I, I like going on holidays. I like to travel. So I don't want to take, I don't want to give uh, one month in advance notice that, oh, I'm going this way or I'm going that way or my, I need to take my family to this part of the world or I need to travel. No, I don't want to do that. So I want to be more financially confident to just like get up and go and be able to like, um, and why I'm abroad or why I'm anywhere in the world. So that is where this, um, it actually started. Like, I wouldn't say I was born into it. I didn't, I can't, I can't put a date or a time that I was because even way back then when I was in my mom's shop during Christmas, we, if I wanted an extra pair of sandals or sneakers, I would have to like start, um, um, selling, get her to like give me some, some drinks that I would take to to maybe construction site or inside the market to like, but I'll get I'll get a commission from whatever I sell. So, and I'll add my own um, what's it called ice blocks because Nigeria is very hot. Yeah. So I'll add my own blocks to it. So when I take that, I sell that on the side as well. So at the end of the day, I make one or two markups on it, and I get myself whatever I want. So with what they are supposed to give to me during Christmas. So excellent. That is part of my story. <laughs> wow, that's excellent. That's interesting. Both your parents were were uh, business oriented already in, in uh, Nigeria. That's amazing. Amazing. You know, Victor, how do you tap into your creativity as an entrepreneur? How do you consistently do that? Because I've noticed that you're consistently developing products and you're consistently posting on your podcast all these new ideas. Some of them are new ideas that you dive deeper into. How do you consistently tap into your creativity? Yeah, um, Montin was, I usually, I, one of my weakness was shining object syndrome. When I see something, oh, that would be nice. Oh, that would be nice. Oh, this would be nice. Oh, this would be nice. So I didn't know it was my weakness until lately because I wasn't so focused on doing one particular stuff. I was just everywhere. So, but um, to get to your question, that was like root because I'm, I'm doing my program right now. I had to like do um, a personality test. Yeah, so there's this website you go and you do your personality. So I found out that, you know what? I'm more of a of a protagonist like I I see big pictures. You get 
and I'm more of a right brain thinker. You get so I'm more I'm more creative, but when it comes to the details, I'm not really that good with details. Like I need to plan every I's or T's or no. But seeing the big picture, yes. Ooh. Less business development, yes. I and also I um, I'm a project manager, uh, project manager certified PM Prince Two. I'm a business analyst certified. You know and. It, I wouldn't say it comes natural because it's something that I need to like actually go deeper and deeper and deeper. It's a skill that I've managed to like, instead of focusing, you know, instead of being uh, distracted with shiny stuff, now I'm able to like, you know what, calm down, bring all those creativity and just focus on this. So the more you focus on something, the more the more you, the more there's energy there and you start seeing different parts, like, and it's like an onion. So the more you peel it and you start seeing different aspects and, oh, this would be nice, this would be nice. But after one, two, three, you check yourself and say, I'll check myself and say, okay, calm down. Are all these things in line with what you're actually doing? If it's yes, then I keep going. But if it's no, okay. Even though it hurts me a lot to just let it go, I'll try my best to just like blank it out and just let it go. So I try as much as possible to tap into my creative side and just keep, see, and most of the time it burns, it burns out of, um, it burns out of who I'm actually serving. Okay. Because I want people that I'm serving to be more, to be more free, to be more financially um, confident, like I am aspiring to be. I want them to have more freedom with their family because when you do, when you work nine to five and five to nine, you work some crazy shift. There's no time for you. There's no time to spend with your family. So I want, I want them to be able to spend time with their family for them to be able to like have good time out. So by creating, by being creative to help, my my audience to like oh you know what you can actually turn this into something else that you can leverage on to like support your business so instead of you taking an extra shift at work you can actually do this to supplement so all this all this serving and serving and looking more into what my audience are looking for i try to come up with more creative solutions to how they can actually do that excellent excellent and that's a very important point, Victor. You said you peel the onion and you get to the different layers. And then after you get to a few layers, you have to check if it's congruent with your message and your purpose. That's, that's really good. And, and I find that really also challenging for a lot of people because when they get into that shiny object syndrome, it's easily to get distracted from your purpose. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and, it's a, and it is a thin line as well. It's a very yeah. thin line. Yes, it is. You, you cross it, you don't even know that you've crossed it. And you just keep going on a rabbit hole and a rabbit hole. And it's very, very interesting yeah. going on that rabbit hole. So exactly. that's one of the things that my personality test that I did. These are one of my weaknesses. <laughs> when, I see, when, I see, when I see a new idea, a new concept, I would like, wow, okay. What can we do now? Let's dive into this and start like digging it, digging it. 
I find that one hour, two hours, one week is gone. What have you been doing? Mm. Is this congruent? I was oh no, man, tough. Yeah. This is not for me. It yeah. doesn't follow what I'm doing right now. So you see, I've wasted one week. Yeah. Or oh, I've learned not to do that again. Yes. So I try to catch myself these days when I'm seeing something shiny. Yeah, yeah. That's a very good point. You know, Victor, you are a true giver and a real team player. And I really mean that sincerely. Uh, I, do, I do follow you on social media. I see, um, I see the content you create. And I see the team that you really create globally and digitally. digitally. And I want to ask you, where do these values come from? of being a giver and a real team player? Are you naturally just a people person? Um, were these values taught to you by your parents? Um, I would say, I would say yes and maybe somehow in between. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, because I'm from a very large family. Yes. We get, so my dad, um, my, my family is like a small village. We get. Maybe you've heard me say in one or two interviews, but I'm from um, a family of, between my dad and my, I'm from a polygamous family. Yeah. So my dad has like 12 wives. Yes. So we're about 51 kids. Yeah. So 51 kids. And it is natural that we have like one, two, three, four of us to be in the same class. Yeah. You get all in the same school. Yes. So we kind of look out for each other. Yeah. So, and we eat on the same, on the same table, just, so those are the kind of values that I have that you can't, you can't, you, you, you can't succeed alone. You can't do this alone. Even though you are starting, you have, you have so much to give as well. So you can't, you, you can't succeed alone. You can't win alone. Because if you're winning alone in your in your circle, that means there's something really, really wrong with you, in my opinion. Because if it's there's this African thing called Umbutu. If 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 we all win, then I win. We all must win. We all have to win together. So there's nobody being left behind. So we try as much as possible to just make sure that within our family that we kind of hold everybody together and push and push forward right from a very small age. So we go home together, we come back together, we sleep together, we eat together, we laugh together, we just like share happy moments together. If we are doing a birthday party in our house, it is, we don't need to invite anyone. We are so contented to just be happy with ourselves. So giving, giving has been something that it wasn't even really a thing to me until I started hanging out in some circles in the United Kingdom and they were talking about giving, but I said, man, this is something that is natural to me. So, or to us. So why should that be an issue of giving back? So giving back, I like share, I like sharing information and I've shared information that even, um, I try to be, I try to be, um, a consultant some time ago about sourcing products. So I have uh, businesses and friends that will come to me and, oh, can you look for so-and-so for me? Can you look for so-and-so for me? Yeah, I know where to go. I'll just check the internet and bring registries and, and I'll find it. 
and I'll give it to them. And I realized that, or they made me to realize that, do you know you can make money from this? I say, oh, money, how? You get. So that is how giving ignorantly I have been. So, and it's still like, because I was thinking giving, giving should be just giving without having an ulterior motive or an agenda to it. You get. So it's, it's, it's an inbred thing, I think. And seeing my mom, seeing my dad, if you still, if I still, during this crisis, when you still, if I still like um, send money back home to my mom, she still gives out from that. So I'm like, oi, you are the one just telling me that you need this, 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 this. How come you are giving this, that, this, this out? You get. So I think it is an inbred thing, and I've been taught by my parents yes. and by my family. Yes, yes. And it really shows, honestly, it really shows just how big of a heart you have. Uh, and I noticed that with, um, with people actually in, your, in our network uh, that have spoken about you and you're just a very, you're so, you give without any expectation and it's amazing. You just, you, and you, I can see that you really enjoy it, whether it's creating videos to share with people to help them at your own personal time. And it's, it's just a really, uh, it's an amazing thing. And I just wanted to point it out that a lot of us are very grateful for you. So thank you so much, Victor, for being a giver, a true giver and a team player. Thank you. You know, I wanted to touch up on another point. You really have a deep hearted interest in the messages and the inspiring conversations you share in your podcast. How did you become so passionate about the space of helping others in diaspora? Because one of most of the, um, the reasons, uh, I just find, I just realized that most people, they, they, have, they have this, they have the intelligence, they have the hustle, they have the skill, but they don't have the right information. We get, and as as a diaspora living in London, the mainstream media does not carry the type of conversation that I'm interested in that will better my life. So, if I turn on BBC now, it will be the news will not be relevant to me. If I go on CNN, it will be Sky. It's not relevant to my own upliftment. So I find that most of the time we started going through text messaging and start calling each other like, oh, have you, um, this work is going on here, this contract is happening here, they are going to, so it's now, it now became a personal, um, became a personal networking thing. So because this mainstream does not really cover it. So I decided on my own to like, you know what, if there is, a group of diasporans who want to become more entrepreneurial about their skills, about their, their resources, what kind of questions would they be asking about? So um, I joined that, that uh, what's it called, the conversation in their mind because I am one of them. I want to be, um, I want to improve my success in life. I want to improve 
my the quality time, the more time I spend with my family. I want to improve my my business. So why not? So when I bring these guests to my podcast, number one is to answer some personal questions that I've been thinking about. Okay, because I am like the main avatar of my own podcast because I know that there are so many of me out there who wants to hear the same um, the same answers, who wants to get the same strategies. So when I bring these experts who are high achievers or who are recovering high achievers, they, when, when they start talking about strategies that they've used to actually achieve different type of road, um, goals and milestones, I'm like, okay. So it is very, very interesting to me to start with because I'm genuinely, genuinely interested in what they are saying. I'm genuinely interested in the person that I'm interviewing because I want to like know everything that they can offer me within that short period of time. So I go straight to the heart of the matter without without going left or going right. So I just want to like grab as much as possible because they've allowed themselves to share. And I find that we humans, we are, we are, we are very good people. Human beings are very good people. We want to share. We want to share. Whatever success that we have, we want to share. Not in a braggadocious way, but we like to share what we've learned, what is working for us, and what is not working for us. We like to give free advice. Yes. Yes. So it's just just for you to know what, um, how to ask the right questions and get the right strategy or what you actually want. At the end of the day, I want to learn how to, how to cope during this time. So ask questions on how to cope during this time, regards or from the perspective of an entrepreneur. Yes. Yeah. So that is how, that's my mindset going into most of the conversations that I have. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Wow. That's great. Uh, Victor, you also bring up a very important thing and a very interesting concept and it's actually a four-step accountability process you're extremely into accountability and the four-step process is identification gap analysis reverse engineering and responsibility can you talk a little bit about accountability and the four-step process yeah francis you know accountability is key to whatever we're doing yes so accountability has made me to recognize my my roadblocks my resistance and it has set me on a path that i know that that will lead to my ultimate um desire which is freedom so so the first step process will be it is to identify to uh, to do your gap analysis to reverse engineer and to be responsible Yes. So when I talk about the, the first one will be on, on identification, it's actually acknowledge where you are right now. So when you acknowledge where you are, then it makes, it makes, it makes things so simple. Make peace. Whatever, whatever you're doing, just make peace. Acknowledge and make peace with yourself where you are because there's no point fighting yesterday. You get, and there's no point being worried about tomorrow. 
because none of them is none of them is existing right now. What is the what what you can actually feel is right now. It is this moment, this present time that we are having this conversation right now. Acknowledge where you are and get your ego out of the way. Because your ego wants to tell you about yesterday and wants to tell you about tomorrow. So just get out of the way. Stay neutral. You get. So and and number two is gap doing a gap analysis where knowing where you want to be, knowing what you want. Yes. This is number one step of doing your own gap analysis. What do you want? Okay, number one, this is where I am right now. And I accept this. I've made peace with this. In neutral. Number two, do your gap analysis. Where, what do I want? You get. And that comes with clarity. So it is not what you can do overnight. But if you if you are into praying, if you are into meditation, if you are into those kind of yoga stuff, you can into do mindset and all those kind of mindfulness stuff. Do that and get more clarity on where you want to be. Know what you want. It is a journey. It is a skill that you can learn on the journey. And people just but don't waste time doing that. You get because you can keep on refining what you want, refining, be more clear, become be more clear every day. So, but don't waste your time. Know that it's a journey, but just write something down. This is what yes. I want. This is what I want to. This is where I want to go, and just be clear about it. One sentence, two sentences, three sentences maximum. You get. Then, one very important thing on gap analysis is to recognize your roadblocks. Yes. Recognize the roadblocks when because if you know what you want and be clear about it, you should be honest with yourself about your roadblocks. Again, one of my roadblocks is very funny. It is Netflix TV. Come on, <laughs> yeah, it is a series. When I go when I go on the series and I just binge, you get my mind will be telling me, man, Victor, you have lots of things to do. Move, 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 but nah. I just sit down and just like, ah, uh, and I pay for it by not sleeping on time because I will be so pissed off in the morning if I don't do what I'm supposed to do. So I will try as much as possible to do what I'm supposed to do, even though I finished binge watching Netflix for a long time. And I'm like, oh. Do you know you're supposed to be doing this right now? Okay, I'll just put it on the side, put it on the side. And after um, satisfying myself, I come back, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you know you're crazy, right? Yeah. Then I'll turn everything off and just focus on what I'm supposed to do. But that is my weakness. So you have to like actually recognize your roadblocks, your resistance. Definitely, you have to. Yes. I don't like big, I, I don't like details. You get so there's no point for me writing copies or writing stuff. You get so I mostly just talk about them, then I transcribe it. But if you say start writing, I know that is one of my weaknesses. So I will just keep on stalling and pushing it backwards. So I won't even touch it. So that is one of my um, my what's it called my. Um, my resistance, oh my, that's yes. one of my weaknesses. So yes. you have to recognize those roadblocks and be honest with yourself. Yes. So now when you are clear on what you actually want, 
So this is where you do the reverse engineering. So now this is the goal setting process now. So if you say in the next 90 days, I want to lose say 10 pounds. So I want to lose a hundred pounds when it comes to your fitness level. Or you say in the next 90 days, I want to transfer, um, I have a client which on my accountability store, on my accountability program, whereby she is like a psychotherapist, but because of this, um, this lockdown, what she wanted was to like, she couldn't see anyone on a one-to-one -one basis on her office. So now she needs to like switch and yes. transform her business online. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah, and at first she was feeling overwhelmed, but when I went, when I walked her through this process, because there's nothing she can do about COVID. Yeah. Okay. So she just needs to like recognize that, like acknowledge where she has made peace with it and okay, what's the next move forward? We did the gap and okay, I want to start doing my workshops online. Great. So what are the, what, what are the hindrances? What are the roadblocks? Okay, the roadblocks are A, B, C, this. The tech issues, the copies, the adverts. The, okay, that's cool. We like arrange those. Now we did... Um, where we come to this now, we have to do that. Um, we have to do the reverse engineering. engineering. Yes. Yeah. So, because we are not clear of what we want, now we set a target. Now, how long? When would you like to do this? In the next sixty days, in the next uh, thirty days, or in the next ninety days? What do we need in the next ninety days to achieve this goal? So we have to like break it down. So we took them step 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 so you have a goal of earning say um a hundred grand in a year so a hundred grand in a year okay that's good divide by 12 okay that is good that's the reverse engineering process so you divide by 12 you start okay that is monthly it's about eight eight plus eight yes. and a half thousand or so that you need to earn every month okay great now you break that down how much do you want to be earning a week? About two grand every week. Great. Okay. Two grand every week. So that two grand every week, how much do you want to be earning? Do you want to have the full seven days or the five days? These are questions that we should be asking ourselves. Is it within, you want to like um, chill on Friday, on Saturday and Sunday, or it doesn't matter, just let it go. But the good thing about digital entrepreneurship is that it is the whole seven days. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, but for but, but for brick and mortar, five days stops, six days. Because you need to you need to relax on Sunday. You get so this is this is what we do with um the reverse engineering stuff. Yes. You get so um you break the huge tax or the huge goal and just it makes it more easier. You feel you feel relieved when you do that. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you feel relieved, okay. So I just need to make 250 pounds, uh, $250 every day. That is good. Yes. You get So with this, with this kind of mind shift thing, you start asking better questions of yourself. Then when you get your plan locked down, now, realistically, yes. you don't start, I'm going to the moon, or, or I want to become a pilot in... in 30 days if it's possible i don't know but uh, i believe it's going to take more time to become a pilot in 30 days but there are some very realistic things that you know that you can actually achieve yes. and you know one thing is 
progress according to who um tony robbins progress equals happiness so the more you start taking action towards the goals that you've set for yourself you become happy and the more you keep on doing you become happier you keep on doing you become happier you keep on doing you become happier it might take less than the set time it might take longer but when you're in the process you become happy so the process becomes the thing for you not really the goal because when you get to the goal you set another one you get to that goal you set another one so but the process that you go on that is the responsibility aspect yes you get so extreme ownership of your vision because it is yours you know i i mostly tell my i mostly tell my clients that you know what your vision is like um can be likened to a new mom she just had a baby you get and she will do everything humanly possible to make sure that the baby is well fed the baby is well cared for the health of the baby is great you get and she does everything possible to make sure that everything looks good for the baby even to her own detriment but i won't like yes. um, i won't like recommend to your own detriment but you know the kind of i'm just talking about extreme ownership if yes. there's no milk she will walk 10 miles to go and get milk and she will knock each shop even if it's at even if it's at midnight she will make sure she will go and wake the owner of the shop to go and give because her baby needs milk so that is the type of extreme ownership that it is your vision it is your baby so you need to actually own it get whatever help whatever support that you need to own it that is where um that's where i come in yeah yeah to break these all these steps of accountability and to make sure that look this thing is yours it is it is the client driven process it is yours you 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 can't you can't a new mom will not be motivated to feed her, to feed her baby you know that yes a new mom will not be motivated to to go to go to take the baby for a walk because it's an innate motif motif it is not it is normal for her to like actually take care of the baby so that is your vision for you so yeah. when you have this vision there's no need for an alarm because the vision is like you're thinking about this and you get excited because if you're not excited about your vision there's no point exactly so that's where people start like stalling and procrastinating and because it is not really what you actually want but if it's what you actually want you get you would actually do it yes i enjoy podcasting i enjoy yes. sharing sharing my story and i enjoy bringing um tips and strategies to people that are in the diaspora i started doing podcasting but i knew that my the structure that i want is not actually the way I knew that there was something that is missing so I had to like go and get an extra support. Oh, okay. To give me proper structure. Yes. I wasn't told or I wasn't I, I, I did not procrastinate or like let things slide. No, because this is what I actually wanted. It is my vision, it's my dream to become a vessel that can share strategies, tips to diasporans around the world. 
Exactly. Yeah. Excellent. And that's a, that's a very important point too, Victor. If you're not excited about your vision, there's no congruency there. At all. Yeah, exactly. You need to be very congruent. And I think that, that also takes some, some self-awareness for you to understand what you really want. And then I think the first part of that uh, four-step accountability process, identification is probably, if not the most important one, because that's pretty much your why of why you're doing something, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I like how you broke it down into four simple steps. It's really good. So excellent. And you know, Victor, one of the things you're also very known for is mindset. You have a really solid mindset. And I wanted, I wanted to point out for, for others who are just starting to try to get their lives together, whether it's financially or just having a routine during the day just to feel more productive. If someone is starting out, how can they take small steps without spending too much money on really getting their mindset more solid and enriching their life? If there's just like one little tip that they don't have to spend so much time and money on just to kind of start off uh, something that they can take immediate action on. Is it, it could be like journaling. Is it, would it be, would you recommend journaling, reading a certain amount of books during the week? Um, any type of, uh, any type of habit that, that yeah, you can see that's really beneficial. I would say if you already know what you want, is to look for, is to join a network, a circle. If you know what you want, join a circle. Join the circle that serves that particular purpose. Because I've tried, I've tried a lot of things, but joining a circle, a network of people, even if it's, even if it's paid. In short, I, I recommend paid. Paid does not mean you have to pay a thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Paid can be as little as ten dollars a month. Yeah. Just to be in the right circle, know what you want, and be in the right circle. A lot of things can happen from there. Because if you start journaling, you can just keep journaling, and you know most of the things that happens to us is this self-talk. Yeah. In our mind, on our mindset, this negative self-talk. When we start like talking to ourselves and we we keep reinforcing our negative beliefs on ourselves yes you get because the easiest the easiest um, confrontation you could get is me and you having a confrontation right now but the hardest one is the one that you have in your head so i would say this first step or the easiest thing you can do is to join a circle yes of like mind. If you know what you want, join a circle that serves that particular purpose. And there are so many. You can Google them. You can Facebook. You just see something that serves that particular uh, that particular niche. If I'm using yeah. that word, yeah. that that's probably the most unexpected and best answer I've I've gotten actually, because that's. It's just, it just emphasizes just how important having a team is and other people who can enforce the values and the congruency of your vision. So that's, that's a really powerful thing. And I, I'm also happy how you said sometimes you're going to have to pay for it because a lot of free stuff 
don't give mm-hmm. you that, it doesn't give you that responsibility or push. When something's True. free, you're not really, I, I notice a lot of free programs that people get, they never really do it. Just because it's free, there's no, there's no skin in the game. You know? Yeah, there's no skin. That is the word to use. There's no skin in the game because if there's skin in the game, you pay attention. Yes. And that's why, that's why money is really energy. I can see how money is energy because the yeah. second you start investing in something, uh, more of your time and focus goes into it. Victor, that's excellent. Yeah. yeah, excellent. And you know what? Being an entrepreneur, you really have to have some self-leadership because you're, giving, you're coaching people as well as living, you're also living what you're preaching. You're living what you're teaching other people. What characteristics do you think are most important for a leader? And are leaders better to be feared or liked? Or is there a balance? I think the second question, I think there should be a balance. Yeah. Yeah, which is to be a balance. It's not that leaders should be loved, loved, loved. Leaders should be that leaders should be an element of fear, mm. but that thin line should be well balanced. Sometimes it tilts towards one side and tilts to the other, the other side. So, but for me, one of the uh, most important qualities of a leader or or self leading or leading yourself is to is to know that you don't know everything. You get so, and that ability to keep learning, because yeah. ideas come from everywhere. Yes. You get so, keep learning is to me is one of the most important skill a leader could like display. Always learning, constant learning, opening yourself up for more ideas to coming from anybody, be it on top, be it below, whatever it is, however ranked you are, as a leader. I would so I would subscribe to a leader who keeps learning, who keeps improving themselves. Because if you have an opinion that, um, if you have an opinion two years ago or three years ago, and you still have the same opinion today, that means there's nothing. There's nothing challenging. Uh, nothing challenging. Has changed. Yeah. yeah, nothing has changed. But. You still need to like re-emphasize. If you're still on that stand, you should be able to like, okay, progress notes. Yes. This yes. is what I've learned, which which reinforces that same position that I have. Yes. Yeah. So it is that constant learning, I would say. Excellent. Constant learning. Excellent. Victor, I also want to ask you, do you have a daily routine? And if you, if you do have a daily routine, what is one habit that is the most beneficial to you? Whether it's waking up very early in the morning, having a cup of coffee, uh, doing a stretch, listening to something in the morning. Is there any particular daily routine that you have? The, one, the, one, the daily routine that I'm seeing huge progress on in my life is to have a notebook mm. you get so where I try as much as possible try as much as possible to write my to-dos my weekly plans 
I try as much as possible to have them written the next day. Not just have, yeah, you can have a plan for the whole week, yeah. but there's something about writing it down for tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, it gives you, I don't know, I can't explain it, but the way it makes me feel is that, okay, when I wake up in the morning, I am confident that today is, man, the day is mine. But if I don't write them, say, say by, by wanting or you, I don't write them. When I wake up in the morning, I'm like, okay, where am I going to start from? Where am I going to start exactly. from? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, but if I write them down, okay, I'm confident, I'm coming out, okay. I'm so chilled out yes. to just go in and just do my stuff and back out. So yes. that is that is one habit that I am trying to be more consistent on. Yes. I would, yes. Say, I would say I'm perfectly doing that because I'm perfectly doing that. That means, but I'm I'm constantly every day because I'm seeing results and it's making me feel good. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Thank you, Victor. How do you unwind from a busy day? How do you really um, unwind? How do you how do you get into that relaxation mode? Do you have a relaxation mode? Yeah, I do. I do have. A, I see. I'm. I. I am. I'm a happy person. Extremely. Extremely happy. I am. I know. I, I am extremely happy. So, I have music. I have music. I have. I'm not a big exercise guy. Yeah, you know, but I like walking. Yes. Yeah, I like walking. And um, last month I joined. I joined the challenge of um, doing a hundred push-ups a day. Yes, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, hundred <laughs> push-ups a day, and I was yeah. I pushed myself to the limit, and I started doing like forty, forty-five push-ups a day on a stretch. Yes. yes. So instead of at first, I was doing like 10 reps of 10, 10, 10 each. So yeah. when I pushed on the third week, I was doing like two reps. The third reps, okay, let me not just stop at doing 10. I'll just like push it to like 20. Yeah. So my relaxation mode is if I want to push it, Netflix. <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I try not to like, I have books that I read. Yes. I have, yeah. all, the, I have all the books. I have paperback that I read. I really, really enjoy reading them. There's this book that I'm reading right now, which is which is this. Yes. I'm okay. right now. I'll say I'll say you you need it as well. I'll look so into it. Yeah. It is an amazing book. It tells you everything you need. So I enjoy that because of what I'm um what I'm doing right now, which is my I'm building my this my coaching program to be more more tight. I'm just Listening to some audio books that yeah. really, really empowers empowers me, and to know more about human performance and why some people actually go beyond the limit and like they feel like Superman. You get so we can read that book now. I'm listening to that book called uh, the The Rise of Superman. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. An audio book. So these are these are stuff that I used to like relax and unwind if i'm tired now i just like plug my phone my earphone yes and i go for a walk i can walk an hour too it doesn't matter to me you get so these are some of the few things that i used to like unwind yes and your unwind is very productive it's very productive excellent thank you you know victor i want to thank you so much and you know for the last part of the interview i have a few words 
I'm going to say. And when I say the word, I want you to either, you can say the immediate word that pops in your head or you can say a short phrase. So I have a list of a few words and <laughs> you have to say the first word that pops in your head when you hear it or you can say a short phrase. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Entrepreneurship. Freedom. Value. Alignment. Passion. Power. Brand. You. Love. Who the universe. Music. Freedom. Community. Life. Food. Health. Give. Give. Team. Makes everything looks easy. Excellent, Victor. Thank you. Excellent. Those are, <laughs> those are some of the best answers. Excellent. Thank you so much. Oh. Uh, you know, Victor, I want to thank you for coming on Acquire Simplicity. It's always an honor for you to, have, to be on. Uh, you're definitely one of my, you're definitely a mentor to me and a, a, an amazing friend. And I want to ask, Victor, how can people contact you? How, how, how can they connect with you on social media? And can you just give us uh, some of the ways that we can connect with you? Okay, I'm on um, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Yes. You know, as Victor Osio. Yes. On Instagram at Victor Osio. On LinkedIn as Victor Osio. On uh, Facebook, Victor Osio. Yes. So, and um, also, my webpage is the Diaspora Chiefs. Okay. Dot com. So, okay. you can go there. We have some, some free content that you can actually start you can download for free. Oh, excellent. Okay, uh, good. Yeah. Those are on your website. Yeah, on my website, daspraships.com. Okay. And Victor, um, you're on Instagram as your full name, Victor Osio? Yes, Victor Osio, the okay. Diaspora Chips. Yes. And that's uh, yeah. V-I-C-T-O-R? Yeah. Uh, Osio, O-S-I-O-H. That's correct, yeah. Excellent. Well, Victor, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast and I'm definitely looking forward to having you again on in, uh, on in the future. So I want to thank you today and I want to wish you the best. Thank you so much, Victor. Thank you very much, Francis, for having me. Thank you. Okay, thank you. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. All right, then. Bye.